It's V-Week on ESPN as we continue Jim Balvano's fight against cancer. Good morning, everybody. What's going on? Welcome into First Take. No Stephen A. Smith. I'm sorry. He has the day off. But, uh, oh, Look who's here! Look, and we came. And they're Sunday's Sunday best, Sunday right? Best. You guys came lady. ready. No, Steve. I'm actually a. disappointed he didn't get to see you like this. Don't worry. There's Look plenty at more the to come. Cufflinks. Oh yeah. Oh, it's December, baby. I mean, really? We we this, are we getting, like we in December. We, we in December. Ready? You know. Oh, the oh, the come on now, come on, come on, come on now. Wow. Like we we doing big. We you look doing great. big. Yeah, yeah I, thank you. I appreciate the tithes it. are gonna be up. We're gonna make a lot. Well, of money. my my building fund about to be off the chain. <laughs> Well, yeah. Dan, you're that? feeling good about yourself today. I feel amazing. Yeah, you yeah. feel great. great to be here. Honored yeah. to be here. Oh, I thought you were crushed the peloton again this morning. Oh, I thought you were talking about your outfit. Oh yeah, my wife picked out a good. But, yeah. but like, I do. Everyone keeps talking about my shoes. Oh. My friend told me to get these, so like, apparently they're good. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You couldn't put your leg up though. You don't have that flexibility. Because pants to, are too tight. Good. Yeah, they are a little <laughs> slim shady. They're right a little. There. They're a little. My slim. pants are always slim tight. Fit. Okay. Slim fit. Yeah, Kimberly. I've got yes, baby. How are you, love? Good. Guys. You look wonderful. Thank you, guys. We have a great slate of games this weekend. Yes, so we do. Let's break it down, okay? Yep. Oh, by the way, we're going to be talking some NBA too. Uh, we got I got that. Games. Don't worry. No, no, we have. <laughs> no, we had our NBA, <laughs> NBA, NBA players coming in. That. Sunday night football can't wait. Uh, Bart Scott boys, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles head to Dallas to take on Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, where we'll get to learn a lot about both squads as the playoffs are fast approaching. Here's Stephen A. Yesterday talking Dak and Hurts. I do recall saying that I think the game will come down to moments, and when it comes down to moments, I'm always going to mm-hmm. pick Hurts over Dak Prescott. I said Dak Prescott will get your numbers. Dak Prescott can play lights out, what have you. But then all of a sudden, you need a game-winning drive, and he can't close, whereas I think Hurts would. So if I think the game is going to be a nail-biter, okay, and I'm saying it comes down, it, it comes down to the hands of Hurts, and Dak Prescott, the moment calls for it, who do I have more faith in, right. it would be Hurts. All right, so Dak tied with Brock Purdy as the co-favorites to win MVP via ESPN Bet. Like, we need to make a movie about Brock Purdy if he wins a Super Bowl. From Mr. Irrelevant to this, it's unbelievable. Well, they kind of did with Kurt Warner and right, American Kurt Underdog. <laughs> Kurt Warner, Andre. Great movie, by the way. I did actually watch that great movie. movie. That's a great movie. So Brock Purdy can't get his movie? Oh, okay. Okay, it's cool. Just rain on his parade. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, I like Home Alone. Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. I don't care. It's a Christmas movie. Have you seen Christmas Chronicles? No. I watched two Christmas movies on the plane, though, back from L.A. Best Man Holiday and then... That's a good one. Love a Best Man. Um, Love a Best Man. I wonder why. You have to watch Christmas Chronicles and Jingle Jangle. I've never heard of either of those. (sighs) There's another Christmas movie I watched, but I can't think of it right now. You just threw off my whole vibe just now. Cameron Diaz was in it. It was really good. I can't think of it. I'm going to go... The Mask? No, it's a Christmas movie. (laughs) Okay, what's up? Are you talking about Mary? Damn. (laughs) More does it something about Mary was so good. More deserving of MVP, Hurts or Dak? So far this season, Jalen Hurts is the more deserving MVP candidate. I would tell you that I don't know if a guy at that position gets asked to do more for their team than Jalen Hurts does. You know, if we talk about how many like throws and runs you ha- you're accounting for in every game. Jalen accounts for like 44 a game. No, no other quarterback in football is being asked to throw and run as much as Jalen's doing. He's getting like 100 yards on the ground per from his run, running backs. That's like 90 off of last year, yet this, still, this team is still the number one team in the NFL. 
Last year he had the number eight, eight ranked defense in the NFL. This year it's like bottom five, bottom six. I think they're like 24th or 25th in the NFL. So not a great defensive unit, yet they're still the one seed and a 10 and two. So because of his own individual performance and how much he's asked to do between those two guys right now, I think Jalen Hurts is that guy. This question was tough for me, honestly, because we have praised Jalen for, despite the fact that he doesn't look like himself from last year, when you talk about the clutch gene, when you talk about despite this team not looking the same, they still have the best record in football, right? Um, But to me, honestly, Dak has played better statistically. We talked all morning. We were together on Get Up. And, Daniel, I just love your commentary so much. So I listen. I pay attention as our resident film guy. And we talked about how this game was so important for Dak because the expectations have never been higher for Dak. Why are the expectations so high? Because of how he's been playing. Correct. Correct. Right. Because of what we're seeing, we are seeing confident Dak. We are seeing Dak who's been allowed to be a playmaker at this point, who now it's not a matter of like, we can win despite Dak. It's no, we need to win because of Dak. And he's put his team in situations where they can do that. The last game against Philly, what was it? 374, three touchdowns? That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yes. Um, he's playing the best of his career minus his rookie year, I would say in 2016. So. For me, it is splitting hairs, um, but right now, I would say in this moment, the two MVP picks in my mind are Brock and Dak right now. So if we're going to choose between Dak and Jalen, yeah. it would be Dak. Well, that's what odds makers are saying. Yeah, listen, I, again, I think this is, you know, we're splitting hairs here. I'm going to lean to Dak Prescott. Um, a lot of it has to do with, you know, what was the conversation surrounding Dak in the offseason? It was like, hey, if he doesn't play well, they might Get rid of him. Remember there was and some the wild Jerry it, it, Jones sound yeah, as well? It, 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 like, just, we didn't know just, what was happening. I mean, we, yeah. thought, we thought they might move right. on I mean, from just, him just remember after the, this year. Just remember the conversation right. surrounding, surrounding Dak Prescott, sure. and we talked about how Kellen Moore was no longer the offensive yeah. office coordinator, and, and there was question about is Mike McCarthy, who hadn't been called in play since 2018 with the Green Bay Packers, was he really competent enough to be you know, the play caller that Dak mm-hmm. needs him to be? Fast forward to here we are, what we week week twelve, week thirteen, or whatever we yeah. are. Dak Prescott is playing as well as he's ever played in his career. Right. I mean, listen. Part of it is Mike McCarthy and the adjustments that he made after the San Francisco game, but a lot of it yeah. is just the ma- mastery of Dak Prescott and the way he's been playing the, the playing this playing the quarterback position. There's just a certain level. That Dak Prescott is is at right now, yes, where sir. the way he's the way he's manipulating the field, the way he's seeing things, the way he's able to go through his progressions, unlike anything that we've seen to, to you know from Dak Prescott yeah. ever. Now that doesn't you know I'm not disputing anything that Jalen has done because mm-hmm. I agree with you. A lot of things that we saw from the Philadelphia Eagles last year are down across the board, and Jalen Hurst has been kind of and showed still the one seed. and they're still the one seed, and he so he showed a lot. But I just think the way that Dak Prescott is mastering the quarterback position right now, I would give him the slight edge right now. So, so like I agree with a lot of your points. I do think the the reality of them still being the one seed, even though the running game hasn't been nearly as productive and dominant as it was last year, and also. So, like, we, we, we talk about Brock Purdy, and we always kind of asterisk it with ah, that defense. Yeah. Philadelphia's defense is not very good this year. That's true. And so he, because of the moments, Jalen has, has still kept that team as the one seed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dak hasn't had, like, 
outside of maybe the Thursday night football game last week, those moments. Now he's going to have the opportunity on Sunday night to have one of those moments. Part of this conversation is this, if we're being dead honest about who's the MVP of the NFL right now, through this season, it's Trent Williams, but it'll never happen. But that's real football talk. Um, I also think this, the only person who's accounted for more touchdowns this year is Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So Jalen Hurts has accounted for 31 <clears throat> touchdowns this year. 31. Yeah. yeah. Josh Allen's the only guy who has more. So accounting for more touchdowns, Jalen Hurts. Dan. Being asked to do more. Dan. <laughs> Molly, Molly said no. You're what? wrong. What's their record? 10 and 2. Yeah, but does anyone really believe in the Bills like that this year? Oh, Buffalo is 6-6. Six and six. No, my, the yeah. context of that point, Molly, well, partly is Josh is balling, but also that <laughs> – Got to get – Josh well, Allen's balling, We're going to get – we're going to bring Josh Allen into it. We know. We know. But that Jalen's accounted for the second most touchdowns in the NFL this year. Yeah, but it's team 6-6. Six and six. The other one's team's 10-2. and two. Right, so that's my – Miles, you're, you're not picking up what I'm putting down here? That Jalen Hurts has accounted for the second most touchdowns in the NFL this year. He's, got, he's accounted for 31. That's a, that has I'm to put you – I'm picking it up, but I'm getting – we're talking MVP, and yeah. record matters. Record factors into that. You can't be a 500 team and win the MVP. Oh, if they, Josh Allen would be winning, leading the MVP if they had two different plays this year. That, that's a different conversation. My point is this, Miles. Yeah. That's the truth. If, if they make a field goal and they don't have 12 people on the field, he's the MVP. <laughs> he can't right help now. himself, Lord. Um, he can't help Trent himself. Williams would be there. But the point is, Jalen's accounted for 31 touchdowns. Dak hasn't. He's got the second most touchdowns in football this year. With a defense that 24th or 25th ranked in the NFL and they're 10-2. and two. How do you think the Cowboys' defense has been lately? Oh, they've been great, but they haven't played against a, like, Geno lit them up last week. Mm-hmm. They've been great, but they haven't played against an, the, the offenses that they're going to see on their stretch. And, Actually, that leads into something else. Well, listen, before last week, what, we're, what was the conversation as it, as it relates to Dak and the Cowboys? Well, they haven't played a team. Mm-hmm. You know, who have they beaten? What's the, win- I mean, the winning record, right? for them, they still I have. Mean, right. Well, listen, here's, but here's my point. Here's my point is that it was a shootout last week. No it doubt. Was a, it was a shootout. And so you talk about moments. Look at all the moments Dak Prescott had mm-hmm. in the game. But like, I feel like that's in, in his first one this year. I know, but, I, but listen, but I'm just saying the whole narrative before the, the Seattle game was, well, who did, da- who did Dallas play? And, you know, what are they going to do when they're in close games? We, had, we literally had one last week with, yeah. with the Seattle Seahawks yeah. and Dak going blow for blow with Geno Smith and ultimately outdueling him. Each, each subsequent game now, it's, gonna, it's just going to so, heighten things. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Dak Prescott wins this game, if the Dak Prescott and Dallas Cowboys win yeah. this game, you don't think that – But going you don't blow think for that, blow with Geno isn't like going blow for blow with some other guys. Fair point. But he's still oh, did it. We he did, did it. it. And he I can't, can't, Seattle's can't say he did a solid it. team. I'm not saying Seattle's right. not a solid but team. But they still but. haven't beaten a team Here's with a winning question, record. Daniel. We literally just got offset with each other on game. Yeah. Talked about the question of who has the edge in this game, quarterback, Jalen or Dak? I think Dak. Why is that? I think Dak, because of the way that he's using his eyes in Philadelphia's defense, has not been good. Mm-hmm. Dallas's defense is a much better unit than Philadelphia's defense. So Dak in this game mm-hmm. has the advantage. Mm-hmm. But I think worthy of MVP is Jalen so far being given what's being asked of him on a consistent basis. Who's mastering the quarterback position better right now? Dak Prescott. Okay. 
between the two guys, Dak and yeah. Prescott. But the, the, there is Dak isn't asked to do some of the stuff that Jalen is asked to do. So, and again, the, the, in the complete team, I'm sorry, Miles, like in the fine. complete team, I would say this. I, I said this this morning. I think these are the greatest expectations of Dak Prescott's career. Yeah. That's these are, this That's isn't true. the biggest game of Dak's career because yeah. obviously the playoff game in San Francisco last year. These are the greatest expectations. Like last year when he was late in the season in the playoff game, we were, we were count, couching everything with, well, if they lose, it'll be because Dak's turnovers. And that's kind of what happened. He, he threw interceptions last year, abnormal for him. This year, it's, that's not like the, the couching we're going to do with these games. The expectation is the Cowboys are going to win because, because of, of how well Dak is playing. But, that, but that's what we're saying. Like, that's the whole point. Why are we now looking at Dak and the expectations in such a different way? Because of how much better Dak is playing at the position. It's almost, I don't know, MVP-like. So do you think the winner of this matchup should decide the MVP? Like, would become the MVP leader I do not. Brock Purdy is my MVP pick in this moment. What do you think? I have Dak Prescott. I have Dak right now. I, th- I think the winner of this game. Yeah, if he goes out and wins. Yes, if he wins this game, I think Dak Prescott becomes a, becomes a leader in the clubhouse. And what if Jalen wins it? Like, it's, that, it's literally that, that close. Like, you could, so this so the game matters. You, Depet- will this game matters. All of these games, these, these, you know, we, we, are, we, talk, we talked about coming down the stretch for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. They, everyone was saying the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> play a bunch of cupcakes. Okay, now, now they're, they're playing. Not, now they're not playing right? cupcakes. So we're saying, like, but does it decide the no, MVP league? No, because this game could be. I don't. I think this game is a high-scoring week, affair. Molly, this is a week-to-week league. But like, this one game week, could be 10-7, and neither quarterback plays good. Again, unlikely. But no, it's not going to do who's going to be the front runner because to Kimberly's point, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Tyree C.J. Hill, Stroud, say Tyree, Hill. <laughs> Tyree Kill, Tua. Yeah. This, the MVP is going to be decided week 18 this mm-hmm. year because no one's run away with it. Away with it. So the, the MVP will be decided on one of those massive week yeah. 18 games. The, the, this week will not decide it. It will help determine it, but it won't be the right. deciding factor. Before we move on, the other Christmas movie I watched was The Holiday. Is that with Queen Cameron Diaz, oh. I like Kate Winslet, yeah. Jude Law? It's that's cute. They like yeah. switch. Par- it's that. good. Yeah. They switch partners. No, they don't like switch Mall. partners. Mall. No, that's not what it is. <laughs> oh. Not. No, that's not Whoa. what I meant. Whoa. Just watch the movie. Watch. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. About Guys, it's that a one. good Christmas <laughs> classic. I, we are a, it's a heartwarming love story. I no, I did a bad job. That was a poor job. You're the best in the business at that. Stop. Okay, you're you're a jerk. This is what I want you to know, though. This is. Basically, it was like one was in California, one was in London, and they kind of like switched lives. Oh, it's like, um, uh, uh, what's the movie when we were growing up when the kids switched lives? The twins? The twins. Like Parent pre- Trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was so good. That was a classic. Yeah. We're so old. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get to your other favorite guy, Josh Allen. So the Bills oh, no. and the Chiefs said, no, no. Josh Allen became your Matthew Stafford. Even yeah, and your Carson Wentz. Patrick, oh, my gosh. What remember that? Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback in the NFL. He hasn't looked as formidable as past seasons with four losses on the year. Mahomes has never played in a road playoff game, something that could change this year. Mad dog. Who is the best quarterback in the AFC? Mahomes. Yes. Tua has never won a playoff game, and he's never played well in cold weather. And, and Lamar Jackson, to be fair, I know everybody wants to wax poetic. He's won one playoff game, and he has not been a good playoff quarterback. So to sit there and say that these two are automatically the best teams um, when Mahomes is sitting there in um, Kansas City, who has been to three Super Bowls, 
It's a little rough. Kansas City remains the favorite to win the conference at plus 225, slightly ahead of Baltimore and Miami, who are tied for the best record in the AFC at 9-3. and three. Okay, Dan. Can, can I get after Mad Dog real quick? Okay, Mad Dog, with all due love, respect, I know the farmer's market. Can, we, can you stop <laughs> saying Lamar Jackson has only won one playoff game? You're talking about it like Lamar Jackson took this system and the players that he has with him now and is only won one playoff game. He's a completely different player. He's in a completely different situation, one that he's never had in a positive way. So stop with the Lamar has only won one playoff game. It's, it's a totally different world for him. The second thing, Tua never won a playoff game. Has Tua played in a playoff game? I don't, I don't believe he has, correct? Mm -hmm. Last year it was Skyler Thompson, yeah. correct? So stop with the two as – like, yes, that's factually correct, but you, the way you say it, the way you contextualize it is he's 0-3 in playoff games. It's his third year in the NFL. No, he hasn't been to a ton of playoff games. That's okay. Or fourth year in the NFL. He hasn't been to a ton of playoff games. He was a top five pick because the team stunk. It's almost like a lot of NFL quarterbacks are maligned for no reason. Lamar, Correct. To, uh, it's just so unfortunate that so many are picked apart because of the position that they play. Well, because it's – this goes back to – this is my premise on this. 20 years ago or 25 years ago, the only good quarterback in the NFL was Tom Brady and everyone else sucked. And we live in a world where the only good quarterback what? is Patrick Mahomes. And yes. What are you talking about? The only good quarterback was Tom Brady. What and about, everyone else stunk. What about Peyton Manning? But that no, Peyton Manning, can he beat uh, Tom Brady in, in the, the playoffs? playoffs? Can he play in cold playoffs? weather? They love the dome. That's how it is. We do it with Patrick now. Patrick, it's only Patrick Mahomes. So you would also agree it's not just Josh Allen that is picked apart. No, but he's picked apart the most unfairly. Mm. <clears throat> Where, are you on Where are you on uh, Are the Chiefs still the team to beat in the AFC? <sighs> what do you say, Bishop? What do you say? I think, so, listen, um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say the Ravens um, because I think a lot of it is dependent on if the Chiefs have home field advantage. Then mm. yes, I would agree with that. I would. I would, I would agree with that. Arrowhead makes that much Arrowhead is a, it's a real, like, it's a real home, true home field advantage playing in that stadium. Yeah. Um, and, like, I just, from playing in, at Arrowhead. But, listen, um, Baltimore, to me, is the com most complete team in the AFC yeah. on both sides. I think one thing you'll say about Baltimore, they lack elite closers. Right. But I think I think they're the most well-rounded team mm -hmm. that we ha have in our conference. And I think it all depends on who is who has the number one seed. Because I could make a case for Miami. I, I said Miami, if Miami has the number one seed, like Miami is the favorite. Because they play Baltimore. But, at Baltimore, I think like week 17 or week 18, Miami goes to Baltimore. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we'll we're find gonna out. find out. But I just think that That's a if great Kansas game. City if oh. Kansas City We've never seen Kansas City on the road. Mm -mm. We've never seen Kansas City on. So what if Kansas City doesn't have the number one seed? We've never are they, seen them on the road. Are they, are they still, are they still the, the, the favorite in the AFC? Well, Would you say that? If they don't have home field advantage, is Kansas City the favorite in the AFC? Would you have been concerned about Kansas City last year if they had to go on the road? Like, is it really about being on the road, or is it just that you don't think this team is good? I don't think this team is as good. I still think Kansas City is the team to beat in the AFC. Now, they are the most beatable version they've ever had with Patrick and Andy Reid. As we sit here in December, and I've kind of tried to hold on to the, well, they'll get it together on offense. They still haven't. Their offensive tackles are both struggling and 
play and run game protection or run game blocking and pass protection and penalties. And the receivers, for me, it's not the drops. I, I don't think that this team is not going to get back to the Super Bowl because they dropped the ball. It's the consistent miscommunication between it's the, the pass catchers and Patrick Mahomes. And I said this this morning, and like, is it to the point where Patrick in those gotta-have-it moments? Because I don't think any offense runs away from their defense. You know, the best offense in that conference is Miami, and it, it was basically won because of a, a turnover. Mm-hmm. So I don't think any offense is going to blow this team out because their defense is so good. Does it get to a point where Patrick gets, like, I'm not looking at anybody but Travis Kelsey. Right. And that's, like, understandable, but also it's going to hinder their performance even more so. They're the most beatable version they've, they've, that we've seen with Patrick and Andy Reid, but they're still the one to beat. So I agree with Dan. To me, the Chiefs are still the team to beat because the Chiefs have been the standard in this division, regardless of how good they look right now. I think when you have the best quarterback, when you have arguably one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the NFL, you give them that. I I think the Chiefs don't look the same, but the fact that nobody else has been able to knock them off their perch, they all, a lot of teams, the AFC is wide open. Teams have their opportunity now because, to Dan's point, they are the most vulnerable now. Right. Because while, and the shame of it is, we have been talking about their defense. We've been talking about Steve Spagnuolo and this defense. When will they be able to close out games? What the offense is so great, and now it's the defense that you're like, have no, have no worries about them. Offensively, you're waiting for wide receivers behind Travis Kelsey. You're waiting for receivers behind Travis Kelsey to step up. But still. No other team to this point has proven that they can take out the Chiefs would in I be, the playoffs. Right. Like would I be correct in saying it depends on where, where, the, where these, t- these teams play at? Would you say if Miami has home field I think and Miami, Kansas City and Kansas City had to travel to Miami, who are you picking in that game? <sighs> I would still pick the Chiefs. I, I, I got to see. I, gotta, I honestly got to see what the next month. Right now, today, I would pick Miami. Today. Right. Right. I want to see if this offensive right. stuff gets a little bit better and obviously Kansas City defensively coming off of their worst performance. I agree with you, though. Like, if there's one team who needs the, a- the one seed, I do it's believe it's Miami. I, think I believe it's, it's Miami. I, think, I Miami. think it's the Chiefs because we haven't seen it yet. The Arrowhead, playing in Arrowhead, to your point, the decibel level, how difficult that place makes it for opposing defenses and opposing offenses, like, that to me is, is, is a place where I don't want to go into now. It's not that they're not unbeatable at home. I've seen them. I've seen the Raiders. I've seen the Bills go in there. Beat Other teams have done it. But in the playoffs, when you know they have the experience of these are super – this is a Super Bowl organization. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not about just making the a playoffs. Like, they have that, like the that experience. That's different come playoff time. That is a completely – You covered the game when they played. Yeah, it, Wasn't it, that the one in Germany? Yeah, it was yeah. McDuffie returning a fumble. That was the difference. Yeah. It was 14 like, What did you think like of this. how they matched up there? Because that's a neutral field. It was one play. One play, absolutely. Right. That's what my point. It was the one. Yeah, yeah. Abs- and, and to be honest with you, the last play of the game, two has got a touchdown that's going to tie it, and he fumbles the snap. Mm-hmm. So the, the other team, yeah. I throw Miles real quick. I'm yeah. sorry. No. We got to see what Trevor Lawrence's health is. I'm not. I'm not discounting the Jacksonville. Test. I know they played the like dog trash. Oh. Jacksonville defensively matches up. I think the best against Kansas City defensively. Give me your AFC rankings right now, top to bottom. I think it's one Kansas City. Okay. Two, Miami and Baltimore. So probably I'd put two Miami, three Baltimore, four, I would go Jacksonville, five, Houston, six. Buffalo? I got to see what they – they got to win one of their next two. One of their they next gotta two. They got to win. One of their they next two. I, I will say this. I will say this. Do you agree with that order? But, 
Buffalo is 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 a scary. If team. they get in, if they get yeah. in, they're the oh, scary. If they yes. win one of the next two, because they play Kansas City then Dallas, they, they win have one the, of the MVP. Next two, get in. I mean, I mean. So. Moss, Moss, you, you don't. They, we don't have I'm enough. Just, no, we don't have no, no. We don't, we're no, not wasting time. We're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You do not. We don't. We're not going to pick that fight. That's not a fight. No, I'm just. I wanted to remind the audience. We got a bump, guys. The stars were shining. And don't count out Matthew Stafford in the NFC. All right, gotta go to bump, guys. All right. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Oh, in-season tournament, full swing, and look who joined the team. Mm, Austin mm. Rivers in Double the building. Doofies. What up, AR? I yeah. know, and yeah. we got you in NYC. It's nice. It's a little cold, a little brisk. No, you're okay. okay. It's good. I see with the outfit on. Are you ready for it? Yeah, first class. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they take care of me. It's yeah. all good. I love it. All right, let's get into it, guys. Time for some quick takes. So the Clippers beat a full-strength Nuggets squad, 111-102 last night. Jay Will, how well can the Clippers' big four coexist? Well, they can coexist. I just don't know if it translates into a world title. I like the pieces. I like the way the minutes were staggered last night by Tyrone Liu. I like the fact that Russell Westbrook 
uh, played with great energy in the fourth quarter. James Harden came in, played well down the stretch. He had 20 and 11. I, I just wonder if they'll be able to defensively compete with the physicality of the Lakers and Denver, who bring in a lot more sides, who I trust more in the trenches. That's the big question for the Clippers organization. I, I, yeah, I, uh, I think the Clippers are the team in the West. Uh, you think they are outside, the team? Outside, outside really? of Denver. Okay. Outside oh, of Denver. okay. Now the clarification. No, no, no. no. Let me clear that up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, outside yeah. of Denver, okay. I think this team could be one of their biggest threats. When you look at who they've added to this team, mm -hmm. people had a lot to talk about James coming on, his early mm -hmm. struggles. He had 20 and 11 last night. He, he's starting to fit in. He's starting to get his groove. Russell's done a great job taking a back seat, coming off the bench. They're starting to move. They have a lot of depth at the guard spot. They're not an easy play, man. To beat that team four times out of seven games in a playoff series with guys like Kawhi and Paul George and Russell Westbrook and, and James Harden, I know on the floor together all at the same time it might not work, but staggering their minutes now, what we've seen, they could be pretty good. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Keep going. Hot take. Right. Yeah, no, that no, is a little hot gonna, take right there. Out. Endorsing, yeah. uh, endorsing the clips. Joel Embiid scored a season high 50 points. He had 13 rebounds to help the Sixers beat the Wizards 131-126 last night. Austin, do you think Embiid can win back-to-back -back MVPs? I think he's capable. Uh, we, we, this guy puts up numbers on a night-in and night-out basis. Mm -hmm. He's one of the most dominant bigs, second most dominant big. Obviously, he plays an era with Nikola. Mm -hmm. uh, but... Uh, yeah, man, I, I, I love his game. He's, he's must-see TV. Uh, in terms of Philly and where I, you know, I see them at in the long race, I, I see them as a third option uh, coming behind Milwaukee and, and the Celtics. I'm not going to say anything positive about Philly, man. They did my pops dirty, bro. <laughs> I, I, I got nothing to say. No, about make them. it personal. Hey. Make yeah, it personal. Austin, really it, it personal. It is personal. Austin, family of everything, bro. It's family first. Family oh, first, you. man. Come on, Daryl. <laughs> Talking to you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, I'll give you my take on this. I, I don't care. I, I, I don't care. Don't be Stephen A. No, right no, 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 no. That's a Stephen A. No, answer. let me explain. No, I'm not Stephen A. I'm myself. I don't care if Joel Embiid wins a second MVP. Doesn't matter. I want to see Joel Embiid win a chip. Mm. Okay, that's okay. Fair. Like his legacy will be defined if he can win a chip. And I, I, I get how people talk about individual accolades. I get last year how he postured forward. He wanted it. But I can tell you, Joel Embiid cares more about winning a chip for this team. Now I don't think they're there. With Milwaukee and with Boston, they're going to have to make some moves by the trade deadline. But if they find a way to pull that off. That is the most important part yeah. for Joel Embiid is finding a way to get past the semifinals of the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Nikola wins, too, by the way. He's third in, third in points, first in, first in assist. As of right now. Right, yeah. As of right He's now. If second, you probably put, what, Luka? I would have Joel Embiid second. Oh, really? I would have Joel Embiid. Oh, right I, right I would have Luka in that Speaking next Speaking of Luka, uh, okay, good transition. transition. Austin, you know, a, Austin, a rookie, looking like a vet out here. Uh, Mavs win big behind a 40-point triple-double by Luka Doncic. Luka had a triple-double by halftime. His 60th career triple-double moves him past Larry Bird, Larry Legend, mm. Jeez, into sole possession of ninth place overall on the career list. So, Jay, well, here's what I need to know. Are Luka in the Mavs legit contenders in the West? No. I don't think they're legit contenders. I, I think they're talented. I love Luka and Kyrie. By the way, Luka needs 14 more triple doubles to pass James Harden for eighth. It's just Same. insane Same. that he's 25 years old. Same. And by the way, like, this is no disrespect to Luka. Like, it takes a full, complete team. You talk about the firepower that the Clippers have. You talk about the size and the depth that the Lakers have. We both agree that Denver is the best team in the NBA. Yep. They're, they're starting five. I, I think they still need to add some depth. 
I do like what Derek Lively has brought to the table Absolutely. for them. I think that was a great pickup. Absolutely. I still think they need some 3 and D guys. I, they're a couple of pieces away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I don't – yeah, it, they're close, but they're not there yet. Yeah. That's my take on it. Agreed. I, I like them, and I think Kyrie has coexisted with, with Luka pretty yes. pretty well this year. Um, they've definitely surpassed a lot of people's expectations. They're one of the better teams in the West. They came out to a fast start. Do I see this team going deep in the, in the postseason, beating a team like Phoenix, even a Clippers? And obviously, we don't even have to put the Nuggets in there. Uh, I don't even I don't even think this team beats like a Sacramento. I, I like Sacramento I like as well, Sacramento. and New Orleans. So I, I do like Dallas. I like what they've done. I, do I see them coming out of the West? No, I don't. I know. That's pretty simple for me. Yeah. All right. It may not be the postseason, but we got the in-season tournament mm, tonight, crazy. and players are focused. So the Bucks, the favorite to win the inaugural in-season tournament at plus 150, followed by the Lakers at plus 225, with the Pelicans and Pacers rounding it out at plus 375 and plus a 45, respectively. So, Austin, which duo do you think that's been better this season? Is it Zion and Brandon Ingram, or is it AD and LeBron? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> it's a good question because we've seen both have their moments. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the youth, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Zion and, and, uh, and, and Ingram, especially as of late. Uh, Zion, his biggest thing has always been health. That's mm-hmm. been his biggest issue. Absolutely. When this guy's on the floor, man, there is nobody physically in the NBA that can guard him. He is a net, he's a, a matchup nightmare. He's too big for smaller guards, and he's too uh, quick for, for centers and guys that they try to put him on. You talk about this matchup tonight. This is probably my favorite game of the in-season tournament and in, in the playoffs specifically. We got AD and Zion going at it. I want one of them to establish themselves early. I'm talking about first quarter, second quarter. Okay. We talked about it earlier. Zion's got to go through AD's chest. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's got to be time. every single time. He's got to play that physical inside out. And I would like to see AD do the same thing because what, for what he lacks and maybe strength what Zion has, he has in size and length. He could do this, you know. What I mean, I, I, but I like the, I like the, I like the Ingram Zion mm-hmm. pairing. That's my favorite. I, it, it's hard for me to go against LeBron and AD. It is. It's it, difficult. It, it, <laughs> it, I, I get the offensive output yeah. Yeah. by Zion and, and Bi because they are special. Nobody yeah. is belittling or demeaning how special of a duo that they are. But you know this Austin a little bit. And I call I always call Austin AR. It's sometimes like you know. It feels like the lack of experience a little bit, I think, will come into play as it relates to this question about who is better. In big game moments, I trust LeBron James mm. and his decision-making and his leadership. I think there are certain attributes, even though I think Zion and B.I. might have a higher ceiling talent-wise. Uh-huh. I, I think those below-the-lines types of attributes that lead to championships, I trust more in that pedigree of LeBron and AD and doing the difficult things in those hard moments. Maybe because I haven't seen Zion and B.I. do that yet. We haven't yet. In the we big haven't. moments. Yeah, yeah. So that gives me a tendency to trust more in LeBron to do those things in the weeds, like those defensive possessions or the IQ. He's been there. He's had those four yeah. steals they had the other night. You saw him making those steals as a free safety defensively. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's giving him credit even for down, stuff Even like down that. the stretch of the season, like even later in the season, in year 21, He's playing 40 minutes a night right now, we're seeing. I mean, like, I mean Austin, in the game with, with, with KD, in the game with Devin Booker, in the game with Anthony Davis, he was the best player on the floor at 38 years old, and he got steals down the stretch. Like, nobody's talking about how, how much big of that he is, is, his, is his work ethic and how he takes care of his body, well, even beyond none. the talent. He's second to none. I mean, he talked about it. I think that with that stat came out a couple years ago, he spends over a million dollars on his body. That was like the new wow, not just in basketball, but yeah. across sports. Everybody was like, whoa, this guy goes to that length to like, 
take care of himself, and now we're seeing. Yeah, but it pays dividends. We're seeing now, you know, and that's no disrespect to someone like, look at Udonis Haslam, right? Great NBA career, played a long time. You saw how his body was in year 20 mm. versus how LeBron's is, and I know a lot of that's genetics, but a lot of that just has to do with how much this guy is crazy about yep. taking care of himself. And I just still, man, I, I do hear you, though. They have the experience in terms of decision-making. LeBron's probably what? Probably the best ever. The best ever. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, See, yeah. I'll, I'll raise you one level on this, though. Ready? I just want New Orleans to win. I know, I know. I, I, just, I, 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 want I, I think New Orleans like has got everything. Well, that's, yeah, 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 that's yeah. a different question, though. Yeah. Because well, I, I think the Pelicans could, are going to win tonight as well, right? Doesn't mean better season. I'm just trying to tell like who I think. Yeah. But to raise it to the level, we talk about the physical conditioning of LeBron. Just to take it a step up. Yeah. The mental conditioning mm. of this dude, combined with the physical conditioning, you know how hard it is, Molly, for people to think when they're damn tired. Yeah. yeah. Like, Absolutely. You know, it happens on TV. All the time. <laughs> Literally. I mean, slur your words. Yeah. You might misspeak, right? Yeah, like, of course. When you get into the fourth quarter, down the stretch, the ability when everybody's body is tired, uh -huh. to make that to be that type of a tactician that LeBron James is, like that, that's what levels him up, other than other players yep. in the league, to think the game when he's tired. The other thing I want to know, Jay, will is. Which star scary to face or scary to the opposition in this respect when we're talking about the in-season tournament? Is it Dame or is it Halliburton? See, I would say Dame from a clutch perspective mm. because there's nobody in the league like him from okay. a clutch perspective. Okay. Uh, down the stretch, if you need a bucket, yes. As it relates to a full 48 minutes, so I – yeah. It's hard not to go like Tyrese is that answer for me. Him at Burton, just because his team averages 128 points per game. He accounts for 50% of their scoring yep. between points and assists. And it's the style in which they play, man. It's yep. fast. Yep. And also, Austin, like he gives one of the things I hate about guards sometimes is the guys who get the ball and they just pound the ball out. They pound it out the entire possession. Exactly. This dude just kicks the ball ahead. The he allows player. you to make plays. And that's what. So I would say Tyrese from a full game perspective, but in the clutch, I'll go with Dame. I, I have to agree. The, okay. the best thing you just said was how Tyrese plays. It's infectious, too. The extra yeah. pass, the hockey pass. He doesn't get the assists all the time, but he kicks the ball ahead and creates motion. They're the fastest-paced team in the league. It looks like they have fun playing with each other, all of them. You can see their bench and how live they are when, when the starters are in, when the bench is in, the whole team is in. Give Shout-out to Carlisle for that. Mm -hmm. um, listen, I – Damian is, is one of the best clutch players of all time. We know this, yeah. and especially right now in the NBA. If we're talking about who's a bigger threat, it, it has to be Tyrese just for the output that he has to, to put for their team to even be competitive, whereas Damian is in a situation for the first time in his career where he's not – he is second fiddle. He's not the mm -hmm. first option. He's playing alongside Giannis, a two-time MVP. Again, in the clutch, I know he has the ball in his hands a lot, but the whole game is dependent upon Tyrese doing what he does. If he has an off game, they don't win. It's just not going to happen. I'm not saying they're not capable of winning some regular season games, but in the playoffs or in the in-season tournament, for the Pacers to have any type of success, Tyrese. he has to be spectacular. Whereas Dame can be good if Giannis goes for 50 and they have a chance to win. You know what I'm saying? So I really wish we were, but it's I nice really to see the Pacers and Pelicans agreed. in this. You know, absolutely have some it different is. I really teams wish we were debating the that question. Yeah, yeah. You just called Dame Lillard second fiddle to Giannis. Yeah, yeah. I, he is not second fiddle. He's not the second best player on that team? He, I, I, I would say that I, I don't think that's second fiddle. To Josh, be second can I let player. them go here? What's the I don't deal? think that's 
Second fiddle as Go opposed to it, second guys. best player. I think they have shared responsibilities. I think there are a lot of. They moments. definitely have shared responsibilities. I, I think are, whose, whose team is it? No, I, well, it's going to be Giannis's team because Kane came to Giannis's yeah, team. But by, don't get that twisted though. In really clutch moments, Giannis defers to Dame. And by depending the way, on he, what they need, but, but, if they, they need are. a three, if they need a three, you're saying you're down one. You're not throwing it to Giannis at full head of steam to make a play. I'm saying I'm, either one works for me. You're still. Either one works for me depending upon the matchup and depending upon the game. Like, I, I think that's 1A, well, 1A. what's wrong with me saying second fiddle? I, I just think for players. You just don't like it. I don't it, like it. You don't want to feel a certain way. Because, well, how many times has Dane been called second fiddle in his It doesn't career? matter. Listen, J- James Harden was never that until he's had to bounce Are around a couple times. comparing James Harden to Dame Lillard? Well, if we're talking career, James Harden has had a better. You, you don't want to take James Harden's numbers over, over Dame? I played with James in Houston. Ain't nobody seeing him. I, I agree. Oh, what stand, which, which James are we talking about? Because I'll, I'll take the mentality. Of Dame all no, day over Listen, James. Bro, bro, James Harden in Houston, especially his last two years before the bubble. I understand that. Buddy was no, the I, best guard in the NBA. I agree with you. And that's including that's including I, the guys who won. Steph Curry was an MVP, but in terms of the output, you talk about what Tyrese does for a team. James Harden in those days in, in Houston, bro, he was we're talking about triple double then 30 games in a row with 30 or more. That takes a lot of mentality to do. So are we talking about the second fiddle as it turned into who is it who what player would you rather have, Dame or James? In their prime, uh, in their prime, James, and to answer your question, I do think Damian is second fiddle to, to, okay. to, to Giannis. There's, there should be an ego no, no, no. in that. Okay. I think the more he accepts it, the better he'll be. I think the better they'll be. I think when someone is open to take a back seat to someone, it usually like provides Have clarity. You but, but see, that's funny. I see them both driving the car. I see them both in the front seat. I don't see anybody in the back. It's like seat. the driver's car. They both are on the steering wheel, but one has a little bit more control than the other. Yeah, but that's all I'm saying. Like Giannis has to be the guy that's. I don't know. I've seen a lot of games where Giannis wasn't the guy where Dame carried the torch. Offensive. And listen, there's some nights no, Jordan didn't have it and Pippen had it, but it, we all know whose whose bus it was. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what I'm trying. To <laughs> it's this is Giannis's team. What are we saying? I know. No, I'm not trying to debate whose team it is. That's, that's I my understand. point. over, but it, it, that doesn't mean second fiddle to me, though. Second fiddle means, hey, you take a back we seat. Look up second I'll fiddle. call for you in time after time. But like to me, this is a shared okay. thing. They're one A, one A. Yeah, that's what is it? One and one A, maybe is that fair? It's that, it's that's still going to be second fiddle to him. It's still, in a clutch moment, who are you going to? Listen, man. In a nobody, wait, wait, let me ask you. It's a trick. In a game, fifty-five in the playoffs. No, I love, I love them both. They're both my guys. In a clutch moment. In a clutch moment, who are you going to? But that doesn't that doesn't mean he's not that doesn't mean he's not second fiddle. That just means he's better I'll at be an area. It. He's better at a certain time, maybe than Giannis is. In the in the other forty seven minutes of the game, that's a valid point. Yeah, that's so that just but means. But can't carry the torch for forty seven minutes. He can, time. he can. But Giannis has done it and got it okay. to the championship. The definition, the definition to unique. second fiddle. Is one that plays a supporting or subservient role. We'll go with supporting. Subservient. Subservient. No, that's a different connotation. See, I knew that definition in my mind. No, there's no way Dame is subservient. Okay, so not supporting. (laughs) We're going with supporting. Okay, supporting. That was really good, guys. That was fun. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift. Just in time for Mother's Day, whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. 
Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week. And you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Huge news in MLB. We got a new star in pinstripes after the Yankees acquired three-time All-Star Juan Soto in a blockbuster deal involving the swap of seven players. The Yankees added one of the best hitters in baseball in Soto, who led the Padres in runs and extra base hits last season. Kimberly, our resident Yankees fan, do you like this move, girl? Oh, Molly, you know, Stephen A's not here. Some say, are you sick of us? Are you sick of the Yankees always buying talent? Are you sick of us always getting what we want in New York City? I don't care, because this is what we needed. We needed some offensive firepower. Love Giancarlo Stanton, but he was not getting it done. Aaron Judge, that can't be the only offense on this team. So yeah, Dan, I'm excited. Did you wear the pinstripes for this? Wow. Dan, are you a Yankees fan? No. What are you? (laughs) Um, my wife likes the Phillies, so I like the Phillies. Wow. Um, happy and, um, wife, Bryce happy Harper's wife. my favorite baseball player. My real analysis of this, the Yankees were 10th in the Major League Baseball last year with home runs. They also had the second, this is shocking, Yeah. the second least hits in baseball last year. Okay. So Soto, while short porch, left field, home runs matter, I just think getting more Guys, a guy who puts the bat on the ball more consistently is going to be the biggest part. So I feel like that's what was accomplished. Yeah. So, yeah, good job. All right, I got to roll guys up against it. <laughs>